Boy. All right, that's it. We oh, we keeping that in there. We got this look. <laughs> look how we start. Look how we started off. This is it. Mi gente. Que lo que. This is it. This is the first episode. No guests. No nothing. This is more of like a. How can I say? This is like. We putting our feet in the water. We testing it out. Our feet are. I putting the foot in the water. We testing it out. This is kind of like a, like the pilot. It's not a pilot because this is a legit episode. We are gonna have legit topics, but this is like the trial and the error. I got the sound the way I think I want it to be. It's too late now. We already 25 seconds in, so I'm not gonna delete this and start over. I think the sound is correct. I think we got all of the, the, the intricacies ironed out. So this is it. This is the first official episode of Left Hand Labs, the waviest podcast in this whole joint. Because you know, when it come to talking sports, you know. If you know me, if you know me, you know that like I'm the goat of this sports talk stuff. I'm going to try to keep it. PG-13 and, and limit the profanity because I don't know if my mom is going to listen. We know, like, I, I sometimes I have a, a potty mouth, but fuck it. I mean, oops. Well, oh well. And uh, if you don't know me, I'm Elliot Ellison Banks, 2001T, had to be, got to be, glad to see. <laughs> and uh, I'm a kid from North. I'm an athlete. You name the sport, I dominate. It's been like that my whole entire life. So you know, I've I'm a student of I'm a student of the game. You name the game. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a outstanding basketball player. Played for St. Benedict's Prep in high school. Bounced around at a bunch of different colleges. You know the story of the guy the uh, the guy that's you know this is what I would label myself the guy. That we know was probably supposed to be somewhere doing something, but it just didn't happen. But he's at the park or at LA Fitness or at some league giving somebody 30. That's me. <clears throat> yeah, so um, we're going to cover a whole bunch of different topics and subjects on here. Uh, we're going to talk about, of course, basketball. The New York Knicks mainly. Every we gonna cover everything, but the New York Knicks is gonna be like one of our heavy uh, topics that we gonna touch on because I'm a diehard Knicks fan. Uh, football, NFL, and college. I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. I'm just I'm putting all the cards out on the table now, so you understand how I give it up, you know. So uh, baseball, not really so much. Maybe if it's something big like like the Aaron Judge kid. Like what y'all think about Aaron Judge? I hope they don't it don't come out that he's like juiced up or something like that. Cause isn't he like eighteen or something? Then they just pluck him out of high school. Is he like is he the LeBron James of baseball? I don't know what position he plays. I'm guessing he's like an outfielder. Cause I know he's he he's too big. I know he's not technical enough to to be on third base or or something like that. Maybe who knows? Then Alex Rodriguez played third base. He had to move to third base. After G, see, I know baseball a little bit. My baseball, my baseball is alright. Let's not, let's not. I mean, put me to the test. But we'll, we'll cover that. Um, soccer. I'm big on soccer now. Huge, like, old day. Playing FIFA got me 
to fall in love with the game of soccer. Juventus is my favorite soccer team. Um, let me see. So we can definitely talk that a bit. Not today, though. It's the offseason. There's a little, some transactions going on, some rumors. Transfer window is open. Neymar might leave. Barker and go to uh, PSG. That'll be big for him. I hope that's something that he does. But I'm not sure. Who knows? Um, college football, because I just skipped over that. Oklahoma is my favorite team, the Sooners, Boomer Sooner. College basketball, University of Maryland. Yeah, I know, I know. Melo Trimble ain't get drafted. I feel like he should have left last year. He would have got drafted, in my opinion. But I don't get why people stay. Don't stay. Go. Go. Go get that chicken, you know? But um, let me see. What else? What other sports? All but every sport, you know? I could, I could dibble and dabble and all that. We're going to have a bunch of guests lined up. Like, this is really going to be your weekly entertainment I might even do this. I'm I'm still thinking of a date because I'm gonna drop this today or maybe tomorrow. But um, I might do this. Is this everything is set up? I might do this every day. Who knows? Not every day, but I might do this. At least starting off, I'm gonna really like be hitting y'all over the head with, cause it's always something to talk about in sports. You know, there's always something to talk about. That's the beauty of sports. And um, we got a lot to talk about today. Oh, man. I can't wait to get into what we got to talk about. We got to get the introduction and all that stuff out of the way. I gave my name and all that, my background, my teams. Um, There was something else that I wanted to talk about or wanted to introduce to you guys. It's slipping my mind right now, so we'll get to that later. So... This is gonna the podcast is gonna be on SoundCloud. Oh, before this, before I continue further, I should have done this in the beginning. This podcast is sponsored by Shop Heirlooms, Premier Vintage Goods and Memorabilia. Um, go to the Instagram at Shop Heirlooms and the Twitter and um, on Facebook is Shop Heirlooms. The website is shopheirlooms.bigcartel.com. Any wave you need. You like vintage sports gear, polo, Tommy, varsity jackets, all that kind of stuff. That's where you go. All the wave. And uh, another sponsor is Ace and Denim. That's an up-and-coming up clothing line. Uh, you can follow Strive to Thrive on Instagram. And um, I, I got to look up the, the Instagram. For, I think it's Ace and Denim, A-C-E-N. And denim on Instagram. So follow there. Oh, I gotta turn my phone on vibrate. And you know what? I'll leave it on. That's some aesthetics, I guess, or something. So, um, yeah. Alright, now. Where you can get the podcast. This is gonna be on SoundCloud. Cause that's the easiest to just upload something there. And I'm gonna I'm looking into the process of uploading a podcast to the the, the iTunes podcast app. In the, in the app store I don't know if how long it takes The process I heard it could take Like up to one day Or up to 14 days So it's between one and 14 days If that's so Then I don't know We might have to just stick With the SoundCloud Because I need consistency I need to be able to put this out there So You know I'll Just follow Shop Heirlooms on Twitter 
And that's why I'll keep you updated on Instagram and I'll keep you updated on everything. Everything is going to be updated there. I might change the Twitter name later. Who knows? I will figure it all out later. But as of now, that's where you follow and I'll have the link posted and all that good stuff. Yo, I need a soundboard. You know, you listen to like one of my favorite podcasts is Jalen and Jacoby. And now shout out to them there on T. I was I was following them when it was Bill and Jaden, Bill Simmons and, and Jalen uh, Rose. Like that was it was extra wavy back then, and like they got drops and all that stuff. I gotta the tr- hey, we we gonna we gonna figure all this out together. You feel me? We gonna we gonna figure it all out together. Now let me see. Let's get the business. We got all the we got all the introductions out the way. We got all the small talk out the way. Let's get to business. You know, it it I wouldn't be me and this this wouldn't be left hand labs if we didn't start off by talking about the New York Knicks. That's right. The New York Knicks. The Mecca of basketball, Madison Square Garden, New York City. Supposed to be the proudest franchise in sports. Supposed to be. That's that's your grandfather's. Not even your grandfather's. It's your grandfather's Knicks. That's your dad's Knicks. My dad's Knicks. These ain't those. These ain't those Knicks. These are these are <laughs> these are my Knicks. These, you know the saying like, like this ain't your dad's such and such. These ain't your dad's Knicks. These is my Knicks. And man, the you know what? I can't even pretend like I'm down on the Knicks right now because I'm not. If you're a Knicks fan, or you're a sports fan in general, you should be up on the Knicks because guess what? The the rough the like the roughest patch is done now. Phil Jackson is gone. He's not here anymore. He's gone. And that man single-handedly tried to destroy my New York Knicks. That triangle offense that he was trying to shove down everybody's throat. Pause. And the the oh my god he was trying to destroy Melo. He was gonna trade Porzingis. I was with him trading Porzingis. I was with that, but we'll get into that a little bit later. I just wanted we want to talk about the good, the bad things he did. He was horrible. He was the worst. If he was coaching, maybe things would have been different. But as a general manager, horrible. He's probably the worst general manager ever. He drafted Porzingis and Hernan Gomez. So he that might save him from being the worst ever. Cause I but I wouldn't I wouldn't have drafted Porzingis. I was so upset when we drafted him, it brought tears to my eyes. Like literal tears of anger. I did not want him. I wanted Moutier or Russell. Moutier, thank God we dodged that bullet in Russell. I think he's still gonna be a good player. But he wasn't there for us to take. And thank God we didn't take Okafor because I just don't like him. He's a solid player. Not a solid player. He's decent. But Porzingis has way more upside than him. I think that's, like, obvious. So, like, just draft. Like, drafting Porzingis might have saved him from being the worst GM ever. Because he didn't. Michael Jordan got, like, Kwame Brown under his belt and stuff like that. So, you dodged that one, Phil. But still, no free agents wanted to come. You gave Noah all that money. How, yo, we need to. I gotta look up Noah's contract. 
my goodness, Noah got a lot of bread. That he, but see, see, I'm always going. I'm gonna keep it G. I'm always gonna be honest. I wasn't down on the Noah sign. I thought that was gonna be, I thought that was gonna be a solid like acquisition. But that try, maybe it was the triangle offense that wasn't a good fit for him, and maybe he'll come back this year and be better, because he lost his confidence on offense, Joe Kim Noah. He didn't shoot the ball, and in the triangle, you know where everybody's gonna be in certain spaces and situations, so you know, you know, like how to defend it. So Noah was a non-factor. Come on, you serious? You serious? Yes, man, yo, I'm recording a podcast right now. My goodness. Sorry, y'all. That was, uh... <sighs> but anyway, where was I? Okay, yeah, Noah. Come on, you're making a lot of noise. I might have to crop this part out. Can you... Look, you, look what you're doing. I'm recording something right now. Come on. Can you can you not make so much noise, please? All right, I'm back, y'all. I might have to test my um my editing skills and crop that out. But um, yeah. So in the triangle offense, Joe Kim Noah. He was he was a non-factor because of how like where you're positioned and and all that kind of stuff. So there was nothing he could do. So maybe he'll he'll do better this year, but I don't know about having him and Porzingis on the court at the same time. And I like Hernan Gomez better than Noah. I'm sorry. So I don't know how that's gonna work. But so Phil, like the first thing Phil Jackson did when he took over as with we took over my Knicks, he traded Tyson Chandler away. <laughs> he traded Tyson Chandler for you ready for this for Samuel Dallenberg. And Jose Calderon. Like, are you serious? Like, that's, that was the first head scratcher. But he still had the mystique, like, around him. Like, surrounding him. You know, he still had that mystique. So we were like, hold on. If Phil will make this trade, then he made it for a reason. So we all thought that maybe he, was, he knew something we didn't know. Come to find out, that was absolutely not true at all. He didn't know what was going on. So, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> like, do you... Samuel Dallenberg and Jose Calderon for Tyson Chandler. Then he got rid of... He got rid of uh, J.R. and Shumpert for... Yo, I remember... I remember during the trade deadline, like a couple years ago, for Shumpert, we could have gotten Cal Laurie, Jeff Teague... Or Kenneth Faree. I remember hearing, excuse me, I remember hearing on ESPN that those deals were out there for the Knicks to make. For Iman Shumper, he sucks ass. He is horrible. He's trash. He got Tiana Taylor. I don't know how he did that, but he's trash. He's people overrate him as a defender. He, his offensive game is severely limited. I remember we put him at point guard. I was, I used to try to like. Hype myself up for for Iman, about Iman. I was at that draft. That was Kyrie's draft. I was there. I was begging. I was there yelling at, at all the people next to me that wanted us to draft like Clay Thompson and stuff. I'm like, no. 
I didn't know who I wanted, but I know it wasn't Iman Shumpert, and it was I mean, I know, I know it wasn't Clay Thompson. And I was actually like, all right, Iman Shumpert, maybe. Worst, that was a horrible pick. And then we could have flipped that pick because people are silly. I don't know why they wanted to give us Kyle Lowry or Jeff Teague for him. Kenneth Free, uh, I thought he was going to have a monster seat, like, rest of his career after the, the NBA stuff. But that ended up not panning out. So, I don't know. But we he, he shipped them away, him and JR, for nothing. We got nothing back for them. And they they ended up winning running the ring with Braun. Those were assets we could have we could have we could have did something with those with those with, with those assets. We could have flipped them for somebody, or we could have kept them, or got rid of Shumper or kept Jr. I can understand why Phil and Jr. didn't mesh, but <sighs> what else did Phil Jackson do? What else? I talked about the trade. The now let's talk about. Let's talk about Melo and and what? Are you serious? You making so much noise? Melo, let's get let's get back into Melo. This microphone is sensitive; it picks up everything. So we gonna keep it we gonna keep it gully with this joint. So I'm probably not even gonna delete that. We gonna because I don't even know how to do it or where I will find it to edit over it. But um, Melo. Let's talk about how Phil Jackson. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a whole bunch of different things with Melo. But first, we since we're on Phil Jackson, we're gonna talk about how he single handedly tried to destroy Carmelo. Like now, let's get things clear. I'm gonna give you my stance on Carmelo Anthony. I I despise Carmelo Anthony. When he was on the nugget, from a, Melo was somebody that you can admire from afar. That's like uh, like you drive past the used car lot and you see like the the Pontiac uh, Grand Dam or Trans Am or something in there, and you're like, "Yo, I really need this car." Like you drive like your local used car lot and you see it there, and you're like, "I really, 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 really want this car." Like it looks so amazing. What you don't know is when you actually Pony up the money to buy the car, and he, he's 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 the guy is uh back there rubbing his hands together because he knows like it's a piece of shit, but from the outside the the exterior from from afar it looks amazing. So you get it, and your air conditioner don't work, and your girlfriend is like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like it's 120 degrees in here. Like, what? Why do we have to roll the windows down? Does this thing even have a sunroof? Does it have the T-top? I don't know. But it's too hot. And it's uncomfortable. And you it's just not everything that you wanted it to be. Exterior-wise, when you're driving by and somebody looks, it's like, oh, look at this car. But when you're driving it inside, burning it alive, it's, you know, it's no bueno. That's mellow. Like, when he was in Denver, I was like, yo, mellow is nice. Like, he gets buckets. This is like, and when he, when he was in Syracuse, too. But when he came to the Knicks, one, I think we gave up way too much to get him. I was against that deal from the beginning. Amari was an MVP candidate. He was getting, wasn't he on like a 10-game streak of 30-plus points per game? We were young. We had the young pieces. Things were like really on the up and up. 
and we gave all that all of that away for Melo. Like that was ridiculous. And I, I observed when we got Melo, I'm like, all right, because I already he was already I was against us getting him, but once we got him, it was like, yo, are you serious? This guy. He he's a ball stopper, like the ultimate black hole. It will it would be horrible like playing with him. I know it was it's the probably the worst thing and worst thing ever playing with Carmelo Anthony, because he puts the ball behind his head, forces like this is what he does. He holds the ball behind his head when it's like 15 seconds left on the shot clock, stares people down, does one dribble pull up or maybe take a two dribbles to the left and then does the spin or that inside spin. And he forces up a shot. If he gets fouled and doesn't make it, he, he'll get fouled. But the referee don't call it. He stands there with his headband pulled over his eye, looking at the referee funny, not getting back on defense. He's the worst. The worst. You do not want Carmelo Anthony on your team. The Houston Rockets are bugging. Well, you know what? They're not bugging because they got Chris Paul on hard times. So they'll be able to – they'll be able to, to – like, you need a solid point guard to keep Melo on the leash. And that's definitely what, what Chris Paul, Cliff, Cliff would definitely be able to do that. Because like, Chauncey kind of did that a little bit. And maybe J.K. when we won 54 games. But Melo is no good. But, so you you hear my disdain for Carmelo Anthony. Like, you're hearing it now. But, the way Phil Jackson... It was like, yo, come on, Phil, what are you doing? It was he was like publicly like bashing him and saying like, yo, he needs to go. And I didn't like how he was trying to bully Melo. So I was against I was against I was against the whole Melo getting traded or buying him out. I was against that. I was a team Melo just for that sake. So that was like the worst thing Phil did. Like absolutely the worst. That was, that was, besides the triangle, like that was because now we can't get rid of him. He gave him a no trade clause in his contract, and so he signed him and then tried to get rid of him. Like it's ridiculous. He that really was the like the the cherry on top. And now that now that Phil is gone, we're free. It's no more triangle. We get to really play basketball. I'm so excited that we're going to receive like. Let's see Porzingis in pick and roll situations. Now when he's at the top of the key in the triangle, not he's not even looking to score. He's looking to pass it to one of the wings or mellow in the hot post and move out of the way and become like a catch and shoot player. Basically, that's what he was. That got a lot of putback dunks. <clears throat> Excuse me. So now we're gonna see him being able to put the ball on the floor and, and eat. Like I think that's gonna be like that could be big. We didn't we didn't get a point guard. Tim Hardaway Jr., we signed him. Oh my God. <laughs> you know let let's talk about Tim Hardaway Jr. I'm bouncing around, but this is this is serious right here. Tim Hardaway Jr. is the reason why we have Porzingis right now and not Carl Anthony Towns. Let that be clear. Let that be loud and clear. Tim Hardaway Jr. is the reason the New York Knicks do not have Carl Anthony Towns. Last game of that season, we were the worst record in the league. Timberwolves were above us by like a half game or some more game. We were losing to Minnesota. 
Tim Hardaway Jr. in the second half of that game must have had about 30. And we win. And now the Timberwolves have the worst record. The lottery balls bounce. We drop the fourth. They go, They get the first pick. The rest is history. Towns is like the second best center in the league after Boogie. And he's probably going to be better than Boogie. I don't know if he's going to be better than Boogie. But, like, he's elite. Elite. Like, come on. So, you know, we signed him back. We gave him big money. I don't really care about the money. Everybody bugging out about the money. You gave Tim Hardaway Jr. that much money because he played good his second half of the season in Atlanta. And we're going to be in a situation now where people can hoop. There's no restricted. Like, the Hornacek offense is going to be good, like in Phoenix. Like, he let them run and gun. Them boys was playing. That's where Isaiah Thomas was at coming off the bench. That's where he needs to be at, again, off the bench. But, you know, like, it was, it was, it was, it's going to be freedom. It's going to be basketball. We're going to see who's made made out of what. I don't know what this Frank, whatever his name is, is going to do. We should have drafted fucking Dennis Smith Jr. He was there. I was at the draft losing my mind. Dennis Smith Jr. was right there. Even Malik Monk I would have took. Let's not jump around. We're going to talk about the rookies later. But what I was getting into was the last part. Oh, yes. Phil Jackson trading Porzingis at the draft. This would have saved, in my mind, this might have this bought him some slack with me if he was able to pull this off. Now, look. What was being offered was we were going to keep our eighth pick. Boston, no. It was Phoenix was going to give us the third pick. Was it the third? Yeah, the third pick. And they're going to give us, was it Bledsoe or Marquise Chris? Maybe both of them. Marquise Chris, Bledsoe, and the third pick for Porzingis? What? Are you serious? Now, see, I keep thinking, like, damn, these players will have to play in a triangle. So that might not have been as glory, as glorious or, like, as wavy as, like, I'm picturing it, like, on paper. But... We would have got the third pick. We would probably would have drafted Josh Jackson. They said, who I'm not really sure of now. I had mixed react. I got mixed feelings from his summer league, like performances. So I don't know about him. But we would have still had the eighth pick too, and we would have drafted um, the kid from Arizona, the big white kid. I don't know if he's white. I don't know what his nationality is. The big that big kid, um, marketing or something. Lori marketing. We were gonna draft him. He probably not white, probably like Polish. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But that's still white, right? I don't know. But <laughs> European is he European? All right, we're gonna say he's the European kid. He's not really European. Is he from? I don't know where he's from. Let's just all right, whatever. We're gonna draft him. Have Josh Jackson, Bledsoe, Marquise, Chris. Like that's allows that. That was a solid haul for KP. Or if Boston was going to give us that number two pick, number one pick, did they have number one? Yeah, they had number one. Were they going to give us number one? I don't know. But that would have been big. I would have said, okay, Phil, I see you working. Because Porzingis, um, the minutes restrictions kill me. I, I don't I don't like, I don't want no, I don't want players to be on minute restrictions. Carl Anthony Towns is not on a minutes restriction. Thibodeau is like, yo, yo, cat, go out there and, and get them buckets and and ice. You feel me? This that's next level. If you know how to ice the screen, 
then this podcast is for you. It's for the people that don't know how to ice the screen too. But if you know how to ice the screen, you gonna appreciate that. You know, that's Thibodeau. If you listen, that's what he always say: ice, 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 ice. Cause he, he's a he's a dog. He wanted to come to New York. That was Jeff Van Gundy's like head assistant, right? And he wanted to come. He said he didn't have to be president, just head coach. But Phil Jackson, no, cause the triangle bullshit. Phil, man, it's a lot that came with that triangle office and with Phil Jackson. It's a whole bunch that came with it. Like, let that be clear. But he's gone. And Melo, I don't know what's gonna happen with Melo. Melo said that he does not want to be a Nick. Hey, by all means, you're like, free. Go ahead and free yourself. Free yourself, Melo. Go ahead. But the thing is, I'm not letting him go for nothing. We need to have a decent haul back because we gave up way too much for him. I don't want Ryan Anderson. I don't want uh, who else do they have? They don't have anyone else to offer now. If Portland is trying to get us to 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 trade, I don't know if Melo want to go there. And what are they, they gonna have to give us McCullum? So McCullum, I don't know why you on Instagram. Uh, trying to recruit him Because if you want Melo You got to come to New York If you want me to pull the trigger I'm the GM now Look at me I'm the GM now Scott Perry I'm the GM You're not even the GM Scott Perry We're going to talk about him too Because he had an interview on um, He had an interview on uh, What was his interview on? Um, uh, on ESPN Radio The Um not Lupica. Uh, oh my! How do I? How? Um, for the four o'clock show, the three o'clock or four o'clock show, three o'clock. I don't know why the name is blown. Is is out of like I can't remember the name right now. My, not not Lupica. Um, yo, I gotta look this up. Come on, are you serious? How can I remember their names right now? It's two of them. I listen to them every day for years. Um, hold on, I'm typing it up right now. I gotta look this up. Let's see these two, the two guys. And and the guy from Hot Peter Rosenberg comes on sometimes. Who made them lose What is he talking about? Um, let me see. ESPN Radio 98.7. I'm bugging out right now for getting their names. Because I listen OD every day for years. Um, let's see. Not Anita Marks. I don't like her. Honey Humpty. No, Bill Daughtry. That's my guy. Michael K. Show. The Michael K. Come on, man. How did I? How could I forget that Michael K. Donald Grecker? How? How? I don't understand how I. How I just. Whoa, that was crazy. But yeah, he was. He had an interview on there, and he said, he said that um. Come on, Siri, get out of here. He said that he doesn't even have... Come on, Siri, what you doing? He said he doesn't even have complete authority. Like, he said that um, Steve Mills, ha- ha- like, makes the final call. So what did we hire him for? I don't understand. What was the point of hiring him? Like, what? I don't understand sometimes the things that go on with the Knicks. But I'm not going to let that rain on my parade because... The triangle is gone. Phil Jackson is gone. So, um, what was I going with this? Mellow about the trade or whatever we got to do. 
Yeah, we got to get something for you, Melo. You're not going away for free. And that's that's really it. You're not going away for free for nothing. We need a great return. That's it, plain and simple. Now, that's enough right now about the Knicks. Maybe I'll jump back in on the Knicks later. I think I got everything covered. Yo, no, I didn't. Dotson? The rookie we drafted in the second round, that boy is a... Why don't we play in Las Vegas? Why don't we just play in Orlando? I don't know. We need to be in Vegas in the spotlight. But Dotson is a beast. Dwayne Dotson. Um, the kid artist from Pittsburgh. I thought he was going to do better than what he did. He really didn't. Uh, we got a lot of wings, a lot of guards, two guards. We don't have any point guards. We need to get Rajon Ronda. We'll talk about free agents, free agency later. Now we're gonna switch. We're gonna switch to the summer league. Let's talk about. Let's yo. I love the summer league. I hate when people say that basketball is over. Like when the finals are over. Like what? What basketball are you? What NBA are you talking about? It can't be the NBA that I follow, because that's the the bet. I think the playoffs gotta be the number one time in basketball. But I think the summer is better than a regular season. Besides fantasy, oh, that's what I wanted to talk about earlier and mention in the introduction. We're going to talk a lot about fantasy basketball and fantasy football because that's my life. I love fantasy sports. I got two, I got three rings in fantasy basketball and one ring in fantasy football. So I'm, excuse me, I'm a legend and I'm, I'm a goat. I'm a walking, living, breathing Hall of Famer already in that. So I'm gonna get y'all ready for for the fantasy football season, don't worry. But somebody drove by playing that shit so loud. Come on man, I don't wanna hear that. Cardi B is trash. Sorry for any Cardi B fans out there. I I don't fuck with that. Sorry for the profanity if my mother hear it. Okay, this microphone is O D, like it picks up every little sound. I love it, but I hate it. You know, I'm keeping that part in there when my little sister came down. <laughs> I'm keeping both of them parts in there. Fuck it. I was like, damn, I gotta stop using profanity. Bump it. I'm keeping those in there. Because we keeping it gully. You know? Okay, now. Back to what I was saying. Alright, fantasy. Yeah, summer, I love the summer league. The season is definitely not over after the final. Well, the season is over, but basketball never stops. You got the Drew League. You get to watch those, the pros in there kill. You got the draft. And then you got free agency. Then you get to see the rookies in the summer league. That's like basketball at its purest because those guys are fighting. Some of those guys are fighting for a job. So it's those are one, one of my good friends, my man Mayor, he said, this is college basketball really, like glorified college basketball. In a sense, that made a lot of sense. I'm going to have him as a guest on the podcast, him and Zeese, because they come to the shop every Saturday, and we and we get to, we spend two, three hours talking about sports. I'm definitely going to have them on. But, um, like I was saying, like I love summer league basketball. That's in a nutshell. And we had some good performance in the summer league. Like we had some people that was out there trying to kill they had a list. Let's get this list out. They had a list about the the let me see, the all summer league team, right? 
But see, it was the all Vegas Summer League team. It wasn't just all Summer League. I can't give a all. You know what? We're going to talk. We're going to talk about just the Vegas, the all summer league team list, and I'll substitute the players that were just above and beyond in Utah or Orlando in there. Okay? Now, let's look at this list. Okay. All summer league. We're going to start with second team. Brian Forbes from the Spurs. Yo, how is he second team? Uh, Okay, the first team they got Lonzo, Dennis Smith Jr., at the guards and John Collins. Yo, Forbes was getting 30 every night. Every night he was getting 30. That man was a man, like he was eating. Was he? I think he was undrafted too, wasn't he? And he was destroying the summer league. He played well. Lonzo got to be first team. Dennis Smith Jr., mm, he played well too. Forbes might have been playing better. I'm not sure. Donovan Mitchell played better than Dennis Smith and Forbes easily. But I guess they didn't play in, in Vegas. They were in Utah. Or was Donovan Mitchell in Vegas? The Jazz? I'm not sure. That man is a... Yo. <laughs> wow. What was he, the 13th pick? Or was it 9th or 13th? It was one of those. Oh, no, Yeah, I think it was... Thir- I don't know which one it was, but my God. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I'm definitely be honest. I didn't see that coming. That man is stamped. Stamp him right now. Going Haywood, going Schmaywood. He's going. They, they're going. Utah's going to be still going to be good. Trust me, they're still going to be good. They strap up, and they got a bunch of solid pieces. Exum was playing well. Yo, look out. Utah is still going to make the playoffs. Trust me. So all right, let's look at the second team. Forbes, second team. Wayne Seldom. Wayne Seldon from what? Kansas? He played good. He did. Check Diallo. Yo, this is a sleeper right here. Fantasy sleeper. I'm giving out fantasy sleepers. Fuck it. Because I'm going to have a segment for fantasy later on. Not today, but like in another future podcast. Check Diallo is a fantasy sleeper. That boy can hoop. I see him in high school Um, at King. It was like a high school tournament. Briscoe team was playing, I think Linden and Check Diallo's team was playing somebody, and Check Diallo had like twenty and twenty, and like ten blocks. I was impressed. He's gonna be, he's gonna well see. He got Boogie and and, uh, and AD on his team, so he might not. <laughs> never mind, I might not be a sleeper unless AD gets hurt like he always does. Who knows? Cal Kuzma did not make first team. What? Are you serious? Are you are you serious? Wow. That is a travesty. That man, who's MVP of the championship game because Lonzo didn't play. Lonzo was feeding him and he was delivering. Kyle Kuzma is stamped. I did not like what? Where did he come from? I don't even I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna keep it G real with you. I don't even know what college he went to. Did he go to Arizona? I don't know. He looks like he was a Pac twelve player. But I don't. I have no idea. That man is stamped. He had a great summer league. He should have been first team. And Jason Tatum made all second team. He's he's good. He's a solid player. He impressed me. In was it Utah? He impressed me when he was in the Utah summer league. I watched. He definitely he definitely was impressive. I got to give it up to him. 
Boston knew what they were doing. I still think Boston should have got rid of Isaiah Thomas. I mean, not Isaiah Thomas. They should have got. Um, they should have. Yeah, they should have kept the first pick. They Siri. Why does Siri want to keep talking to me? I don't understand. I got to turn that off when I'm doing this. Cause I don't ever use that feature anyway. I don't want to say it now, so if she pops up again. But my goodness, relax, shorty. But yeah, back what I was saying. This is what I think Boston should have did. Tatum is good. They got too many wings now, though. They got way too many wings. What are they gonna do? Then they they are they're worse off now than they were last year, in my opinion, because Avery Bradley's gone. They should have drafted Fultz, move Isaiah Thomas back to the bench, let Goran Haywood come. Then have to trade Bradley, uh, elite defender who always guards Isaiah Thomas's men. Now he's gone. He's not gonna be able to do that. And he was consistent on offense. He's way better than light years ahead of Marcus Smart. Don't tell me Marcus Smart is gonna come in and take his spot. It's not the same thing. They they messed up big time. Wait till John Wall gets a hold of Isaiah Thomas and them in the playoffs. Or see they lucky Rondo went out west. They would have got swept if Rondo didn't get hurt. Cause Isaiah Thomas was on the island. Uh Bradley had to D Wade. Crowder had to D Butler. So Isaiah Thomas had to D Rondo, and he was getting cooked, and he couldn't D Rondo, and it was they had to help off, and it was a field that they were gonna get swept. Trust me. Now you're gonna see the same thing happen again. They got way too many wings, no depth at point guard, solid depth. They got Isaiah Thomas coming in trying to score thirty. It's not gonna work. They blew it. They blew it. They weren't going to get past Bron anyway, but now it's definitely over with. That's never going to happen. But, okay, back to the uh, first team. Lonzo Ball, no-brainer. We're going to talk about Lonzo and LeVar after this. That boy Lonzo is special. Let me tell you that much. First game, he had a bad game. People was bugging out. I said, listen, this man is special. Next, triple doubles. In the summer league, he's getting triple doubles already. That means he's boarding, he's passing, he's moving and shaking. That boy, Lonzo, is the real deal. He's going to change the Lakers' future. He's what Russell could have been if Kobe wasn't there and Clarkson, and they didn't put Russell off the ball and stuff like that, and he they let him just flourish and play. Because they hurt his confidence. He had to change his game. His NBA game is not the same as his college game. He's not playing as free and loosey-goosey as he did. Like he would, they were saying he turned the ball over a lot because he was transitioning. He's he he wasn't used to playing the way he was playing. He needs to be like Lonzo. The freedom Lonzo has, the ball in his hand, running and gunning, because he's a, he got that gift too. He's a gifted passer. I wanted him so bad that draft. Trust me, he's good. He's gonna kill. He's that's a sleeper in Brooklyn for the. Well, that's not even really a sleeper. You gotta know if you got some sense. He because Jeremy Lin's gonna get hurt. Nah, well, I don't want to wish that on him, but come on. That's what he always does. And D'Angelo Russell is going to kill in Brooklyn this year. He's going to have a good season. But Lonzo Ball, first team. Dennis Smith Jr., first team. I wanted Smith Jr. I wanted Dennis Smith bad. I really did. I wanted us to get Dennis Smith Jr. Couldn't happen. We didn't get him. But, I mean, he didn't. He did well. And you should see the highlight. He got a 48-inch vertical. So, on the layup lines, he's hitting windmills and reverse tomahawk dunks and all that kind of crazy stuff. And that's cool. 
I don't. I want to see what Frank gonna do. I know he's probably not gonna be better or even good. I gotta. I gotta think he's gonna be like Shumper 2.0, the guy Frank Nittlekina, whatever. But Dennis Smith Jr. Then it didn't make me like yo. Oh my! Like if he was playing like how Lonzo did, I would be like yo. We missed and he and, and we passed on him. I'll be like yo. We we fucked up, but eh, it's okay. Like eh. he's good. I know you good. I, I I wanted us to draft you, but eh, it wasn't that impressive. It was it was it was what I expected him to do. He didn't exceed expectations. Somebody's car alarm is going off. I live in the hood. If you don't know, right in north, they gotta turn this shit off. Come on. But I like this. This this is this these little interruptions like this. This shows how gully we keeping it with the podcast. You feel me? I love it. Okay. John Collins from the Hawks. I'm going to keep it G-Rail with you right now. I'm keeping it G-Rail. I don't even remember nothing this man did. Why is he on this list? I have no idea even what 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 he was, you know, getting into like was he how many points did he I don't I don't remember hearing about him or seeing him. I don't remember. Josh Jackson first team, not over Kuzma. Sorry. Josh Jackson, you got to work on that jump shot, baby. You need to be in that gym game right. He's like Wiggins to me. Poor man's Wiggins. And Wiggins is not, you feel me? That's a poor man's Wiggins. That's not the best thing to be. It's not. So I don't know. Caleb Swinnigan, uh, he was a monster. That man was getting double-doubles left and right. He deserved to be first team. I give him that. He balled out. That was big. I respect that. Okay. So, first team, they, mm, uh, just for the Vegas. Remember, this for the Vegas. Donovan Mitchell would have been, it would have been, I think, the all-summer league team in, in Orlando, um, Vegas, and in Utah should have been. Markel Fultz did well, but then he got hurt and stopped playing. And he still, he like he was okay. He didn't wow me either. I'm going to be honest with you. He was okay. I think all summer league team this year, this summer was Lonzo Ball at the one. Got to give him that. Um, Donovan Mitchell at the two. Got to. Kyle Kuzma. Um, Kyle Kuzma. Damn, now this is where it gets rough. Because Swinnigan got to make it because he killed. I, I want to give Bam. I want to put Bam out of bio in there. But... I watched him have a so-so game, two so-so games, where it was like, where where is he? So I don't know if I want to put him on first, like the all-summer league team, first team. I don't know if I want to put him. Swinnigan is at the five, and I need a four. I need one more person. You know what? Give me Tatum. Tatum hit a game winner. And let's go. So, look, Lonzo, Lonzo, Donovan Mitchell, um, Kuzma, Tatum, Swinnigan. That was the best performance in the summer league. Free. Easily. Easily. And, and and that's really that's that's all that's all I got to say about the summer league for right now. Next up, Lonzo Ball. Let's talk about the boy Lonzo. Lonzo Ball and his dad, LeVar, the GOAT. People hate why do people hate? Why do people hate LeVar Ball? Somebody gotta explain that to me. 
I do not get it when I get when I hear the hate for LeVar Ball. I don't understand it. What is he doing that's not like because he said he'll beat Michael Jordan one-on-one? I mean, come on. You serious? Like, we know he's not. Come on. He's talking. Like, my dad says shit like, you know people at the barbershop that say stuff like that all the time. Like, are you serious? That man, let me tell you something. As a black man, like, how could you be against a uh, he's a dad in his children's life. He got three kids that are potentially gonna be in the NBA. They all all they cop they they went to college for free scholarships D one. That's what everybody dream is right to to go play a sport at a D one level and be like a prom time player. And he produced three of them. We know the the youngest one is at UCLA. I mean the the middle one at UCLA, Leangelo, I think his name is. I don't know if he's going. He might get drafted just off the. The, the hype wave that that Lonzo, that his Lavar like made, I don't know if he's gonna be that good. I used to think that he was gonna be the best one, but I don't know. The youngest one, he got star power. He's gonna be a star, off personality like alone. And that boy is nice, and he's like a sophomore, the junior or something. He is a stint already. Like, are you serious? Like, what is it to hate about Lavar Ball and Lonzo? People hate on Lonzo too. Lonzo is like the most humble. Like he's so humble. Like you see him, his 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 demeanor is always like, like like uh like so like, uh what's the word I'm looking for? It starts with an M. I don't even know the right word. Like he's so monotone. Like he don't show no emotion. He's a killer. Like he don't, and when you see him talk on a on ESPN or or pre or or, or the halftime or post game like interviews, he's like, "Yo, he's all about the team." I mean, he's saying the stuff he's supposed to say, and like you could tell, like he he's a dog. He just want to win, and he or he knows he's on a mission, and he's making his dad proud, and he's making me proud too. Like, how could you be against any of these kids? Levar Ball is the goat. I was watching Colin Cowherd when the the that, I forgot the lady's name like what's her name um I hate her I really hate her the the Kristen Leahy whatever Christine she's get her off of the television please she is horrible she was like she always she like she feel like she's so entitled and she 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 coming at Laval crazy and he told her like yo. Stay in your lane. <laughs> LeVar crazy. He told Cass, yo, stay in your lane. You feel me? This ball control error. How, yo, how could you hate this man? Stay in your lane. They mad because, yo, let's talk about the sneakers, yo. I used to be a sneakerhead. I know how the sneaker game works. You miss these sneakers when they retail. How much are the resellers hitting you with? Or how much they hitting you over the head? For how much them Yeezys cost you? How much them foams cost you back in the day? I don't know what they're doing now. What, you got to pay five, six, seven, eight, nine? I know this. We all know this. Come on, man. What y'all talking about? He's selling the sneakers for four ninety, not $95. That's how much you paying for the sneakers. You serious? Now you don't got to worry about the retail selling out, standing in line at 7 o'clock. From at seven o'clock in the morning till midnight, you don't got to do none of that. Just go online and get them, like you do with the Jordans or you do with the Foams or the Yeezys. Like, come on now, he cutting out the middleman. The resellers can't eat, so now everybody upset. Or oh, every kid can't. Aff- what kids? These yo Foams cost three hundred, two hundred fifty dollars now. 
I keep saying foams because that was the wave the last time I was a sneakerhead. Like, the sneakers been too expensive. Your parents ain't... My, my, my parents wasn't buying me no sneakers that cost $200. My parents was... My mom was well off. She wasn't buying me no sneakers that cost $250. $250 or $495, I wasn't getting them. Like, come on now. How you... Like, I don't get... I don't get people sometimes. Support that man. He's supporting his family. They doing what they got to do. He... he and I like how he's like, All right, now go hoop in the Kobe's. And the, and the Stephs and the Hard Times and the James Harden joints. Like, you feel me? All the different brands. Show them, like, look, Lonzo got star power. That's why he deserved his own shoe off rip. And the big baller brand made that. He probably wanted to just show, like, yo, my man, my boy need his own shoe and we need that big chicken if y'all want him. Come on now, stop it. Now, let's talk about Lonzo Ball. I think Lonzo Ball is a special talent. He got what Rubio has, what Cliff Paul, people like that that can. Oh, come on with these text messages. People like that that can. They see, they see what like they see the play before it happens, and they're able to make those passes. You know, that special talent, those special point guards and players have. Penny had that. It was Penny's birthday yesterday, and they were showing highlights. Yo, let me tell you something. This is a hot take for you right here. If Penny Hardaway never got hurt, right? Sorry, I'm moving my phone. If Penny Hardaway never got hurt, he would have been the best point guard ever, better than Magic Johnson. Mm, I had to, I had to let that breathe right there. You had to, you had to get all that. If he would have never got hurt, that would have been the best point guard ever. Come on, look at, go look at his highlights. I, when I make the. This one is strictly audio. When I start recording these, I'm gonna like have like video to show. Like I'll be able to finesse that. Let me tell you something. Best point guard ever. Would have been. Potentially. He would have been. He was insane. He could dom you. He could hit you, beep, beep, go to the cup, lay me. No, he wasn't laying, he was dunking it. And if you was helping, dime. Come on now. He, Belonzo Ball got that in him, that vision. Like, this kid is special. He's going to change the whole, for, like, the people say they're comparing him to J-Kid and all that. Let's slow down on that. Let's see him do it during the regular season, but I don't see why, why he wouldn't be able to. They got some pieces around him. The worst thing that could happen for Lonzo Ball is if LeBron comes to L.A. Because it's going to hurt him. It's going to hurt him, his, his growth and development. He's going to have to... He, he's not a killer like Kyrie, where he's going to beat you one-on-one and get 40 every night. Like, he got to be out and about with the ball in his hands making plays. So, Paul George, come on down. Westbrook, no, you don't. I'm telling you now, let it, the first episode of Left Hand Labs, the first episode of the podcast, I'm telling you now, LeBron coming to the Lakers will be the worst thing possible for Alonzo Ball's career. And Westbrook, too. Uh, and that's obvious. Come on. They better hope it's just Paul George. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But I feel like it's inevitable. Westbrook or... Uh, well, they say Westbrook might sign the extension. So, who knows? If Westbrook signs that extension and stand with OKC, who can ever say something bad about Russell Westbrook? Come on. I don't think he deserved MVP over Harden this year. Hard times was the MVP. And my, this is the second time James Harden was cheated for MVP award. 
Steph's first year, Harden should have got it. And this year, Harden should have got it. He should be a two-time MVP. People were going to forget that 20 years from now. I never will. In my mind, Harden got two MVPs. But you better pray, if you like the Lakers, that Lonzo Ball is there by himself. And not by himself, but LeBron and Westbrook don't come because then it's over. There was no point in drafting him. Now, let's talk about free agency because the rumor mill is swirling. Sources telling me. No, they're not telling me. They're telling all of us, our ESPN sources, <laughs> that LeBron is and Barry are both like, yo, I don't know what's going on in Cleveland right now. So, hmm. Bron, I don't know if he's going to leave now because like, he got to eat another easy road to the finals, but I don't, he's going to be overmatched and not going to be able to win, in my opinion. <clears throat> they could have won last year. If if he ain't let KD come down, he ain't close out. KD smacked that three. If that series was tied, who knows what could have happened because Kyrie didn't show up the first two games. So I don't know. But it could have been, who knows, it could have been a, a Game 7 type series, but KD might have pulled it out still. I don't know. Bron the GOAT. Let's get that out of the way. I'm not going against. I'm not saying nothing bad about Bron. What I'm saying is he's he just not going to be able to do it. He's going to average a triple-double and stuff and kill, but it's not going to be enough. It's definitely not going to be enough. Come on with these text messages, man. Creating feedback. We don't need feedback. Let me move this away. I got to move this away from here. So, um... Yeah, I don't know if Brian. I don't think Brian's gonna leave now, but he's. I think he's his time in Cleveland is 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 coming to an end. I don't think he's going to the Clippers. Why would he go there? Nah. I think me. I think the most realistic thing is either stay in Cleveland or go to the Lakers, and I think that's inevitable. He's probably gonna go to L. A. So, mm, I don't know, the Rockets. Chris Paul. We know. Or we all know Cliff went there. Um, they signed some other cats too. Who did they sign? I need this I need somebody else here with me. Scott can't I'm working the I'm working the, the, the MacBook and I'm working the mic, the phone, I'm doing everything. I need somebody else here with me. We're gonna work on that though, but I know they signed somebody else and they want Mello, but they're gonna have to trade to get him and they don't have nothing to trade, so I don't think they're gonna get Mello because we're not buying them out. So I don't know what they're gonna do. They don't got enough. Chris Paul going there is not enough. But Timberwolves, my goodness. Jamal Crawford, Todd Gibson, Jimmy Butler. Thibodeau, he's going to have the Bulls 2.0, but better. No, you know what? Not better. Let me take that back. And the Jazz got Rubio. I forgot. Utah's going to be nice. Utah's going to be OD. With Rubio, Donovan Mitchell, Gobert, Exxon, um, um, my man Joe Ingles, yo, Utah going to be nice, trust me. But let me see. Minnesota, they're not going to be as good as you all think on paper because you know why? They lost Rubio. Rubio was – that's why do you think they traded – Chris Dunn couldn't play. Chris Dunn is a typical prototype, prototypical tip Tom Thibodeau point guard. He could not play. He couldn't see the floor because Rubio made everyone better. He met, he hid their weaknesses. He did. He hid he hid their weaknesses. Andrew Wiggins is not what you think. 
Jeff Teague is not Jeff Teague is a capable point guard. He's gonna play the Thibodeau way. He gotta play D. He's gonna try to have him attack like West like Rose, I mean. But Rubio got everybody the ball. He made Towns job easier. He put people in positions to play well and to kill. So not having Rubio there is gonna hurt them. Trust me. They're gonna get by on grit and defense and playing hard. Jamal Crawford's gonna play a lot. Because he's going to handle the ball and pass. They're going to need playmakers. Trust me. Don't think they're going to be the number two seed or nothing like that. It's not going to happen. Be, I'm, I'm telling you now. Tamper your expectations on Timberwolves. I think it's tamper. Is it temperate? Whatever. Bring it back a little bit. Whatever the word is. Taper your expectations. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. I'm telling you now. I'm just giving you fair warning. Okay, now let's talk. Let's move on. Let's move on here. You know what I want to talk about? This is this is something that I was really shocked to see this, but then it made sense to me as it, like it all happened in a split second. I was like, you know what? I understand. Did you hear Mike Vick on uh, on um, FS1 on the Cowherd show? Talking about, um, come on, man. Talking about, uh, Kaepernick? Did you hear Vic? Come on, Mike. What's the, how did, how did the whole song go? About the OJ story? Black nigga, black nigga, full nigga, still nigga. You feel me? Like, what? He said, he, that man, is. he said he needs to cut his hair. Like, he didn't have the braids and stuff. Like, Mike, you know, but then I realized when Mike Vick, Kaepernick didn't do anything. He didn't commit any crimes. He didn't go to jail. He didn't. He's he he, he had a, a a he was protesting the national anthem for just cause. Like the his like it was it wasn't because it was because black people were being killed and slaughtered in the streets. And so he took a, a knee for that. It wasn't about veterans and disrespecting the flag and all of that. Because I'm, you know how people say they don't want to salute the flag and all that. I'm proud to be an American. Like, like, like you got pride in country. It's the people in the country and the people that are running the country. You understand what I'm saying? But we're not going to turn it into a political thing. But... I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not mad at Kaepernick for taking a stand and trying to bring attention to an issue that needs to have attention brought to it. Like, how could you be mad at that? I don't understand. So, Michael Vick is is on is on the show saying all this that it's not. It's oh, it's because he can't play anymore at the level people want him to. It has nothing to do with his stance on. Injustices with black people and all that kind of stuff. Like, and then he says he needs to cut his hair. Are you serious? Like, Mike Vick. But then I realized when Mike Vick first got back into the league, I think the big wigs in the NFL they said, "Listen, my brother, you with us now for good. You whatever we say, you back us." I'm I'm telling you, Roger Goodell and all of them people. Them owners and, and all that behind the scenes stuff. And maybe it may sound silly to you, but to me it makes sense. I think they told Mike Vick, like, yo, you owe us. 
we letting you back in this league. You were killing dogs and shit like that. Fighting dogs. You went to jail for that. And it was big. Like, I think they, they got him on his, his team. Why else we go up there talking like that? Like, what? I don't know. We could, Look, you can always hit me on Twitter. It's at Shop Heirlooms on Twitter. For now, I might change it later. Who knows? I'm not going to make a brand new Twitter because... I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna keep all the just just shop heirlooms on Twitter, and we talk about whatever issues or whatever we talk about on here. You know. Now, and you could give me your your take on anything I'm saying on this situation or whatever. But um, while we're on the subject of football, Mike Vick, I'm disappointed in you, Mike. I really am. But let's talk about Kirk Cousins, yo. He will not. <laughs> Redskins trying to sign Cousins. They try. They want Kirk. Kirk is not off of them. And the owner came out and he's like he put the business in the streets saying how much money they offer him and all this and all of that. And I was like crazy. I don't think they should have did that. But Kirk, he let the cat out of the bag. He he said, look. In the NFL, this is what he I, for. This is not verbatim what he said, but I'm like, this. I heard, I heard him say it on a on a on a, on a radio show or something like that. He was like, "Look, in the NFL, no deal past two years, the money's not guaranteed. On paper, it'll look like it is like, yo, this dude signed a this that and third extension or deal." He said, "Past the this, he he broke it down to me. I didn't notice. He's like, yo, past the first two years, that's it." The money that them that money is guaranteed. Everything after that is 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 still up in the air. He's like, I'm protecting myself. If they can't give me, he said, I'll play my whole career in Washington. If they give me all ten years and every bit of the ten years is guaranteed, chicken, which I agree with. That's like how that's how every other sport is. Get that man his money. You want him? Give him commit to him long term, not with just a contract with years. We want all guaranteed. He said, so I'm protecting myself. I'll, he said, I'll just play on, um, he said, I'll just play on, um, I'll just play on uh, on a two-year deal. I'm sorry. I was looking at my phone and getting text. I got group chats and stuff like that. People checking in to see how the podcast is going. This is big for me. I'm excited. Like, this is, this is really like. This is it. This is really going. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to turn this into something. I'm letting y'all know that now. Like, if you're listening, appreciate you listening. I appreciate like every bit of support that I'm that I got in from when I posted the pictures saying I was going to start this up. We working. We here. This is what we're going to. This is real. This is real right here. But back to what Kirk Kirk was saying. Kirk Cousins, like yo. I'll keep playing on these franchise tag deals. If that's the case, it's cool with me. Unless they're going to give him what me just demands. And I, 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 I'm i with that 100%. Now, okay, we winded down now. Winded down. I don't know how long this has been. I don't want it to be too, too long. I don't want to have to chop it up. I want to be able to put it up just like this. So, um, this is what we're going to do. All right, before we before we do this, I'll bring I'll save that for last. Let's talk about the NBA 2K ratings. They all the ratings weren't released yet, but they released some of them. Let me go check this out. What we got so far? 
Now, 2K video games sometimes they bug out with their ratings. I don't get like, I don't get it. Let's, I'm, they, all right, we're gonna go down categories. These are all the ratings that are out right now. Point guards, Kyrie, Bobby is the cover athlete. They only rated him a 90. Are you serious? Bobby gotta be. Look at Siri trying to jump into this. Mind your business, shorty. Kyrie gotta be. Bobby gotta be at least a 95, 96. No, 95 or 94. Come on, 2K. Are you serious? Isaiah Thomas is an 89. He's nowhere near as good as Kyrie. That's re- and Damian Lillard, 89. They're disrespectful. I wonder what John Wall's going to be. Is John Wall going to be like an 85? Because he's better than Isaiah Thomas. I don't know if he's better than Lillard. Maybe, but they both need to be higher than that. D'Angelo Russell, what, 80? That's going to go up. He's going to be like an 84, 85 type player. Devin Booker, shooting guards now, an 86. That's big. Wow. That, I agree with that one. That man scored 70, didn't he? I agree with that. Small forwards, Paul George, a 91. Um, I'm thinking 88. Sorry, PG-13. Sorry. Show me. Show, now you in, now you in uh, Exodus right now with, with Bestbrook. So I don't know <laughs> if your rating going to go up anymore. You're going to have to be, you're going to have to work on that catch and shoot game. You're not KD. KD was able to coincide with Westbrook because KD is going to be able to get 50, 40, 90. So that means he don't matter how many touches he get, he's going to get his. Paul George, you're not as efficient. I don't know. I'm telling you now. Don't know. Don't not. I don't know. Let me see. Now, um, Carl Anthony Towns, 91. Yo. Get my boy 90, 90 he gonna be ninety five into this end of the season. Ninety one is cool. I think he could have been ninety three. Cause he's O D. Boogie better be nine in his nineties too then. Two K. Joel and B eighty six. No, he should have been eighty two. Cause he don't stay he gotta show me more. People on this M B train, he was impressive. Don't get it wrong. But he gotta show me more. Way more. He got to stay healthy. He has to stay healthy. If he does not stay healthy, forget about it. Sixers got a lot of young youth and talent and all that, but they got to stay healthy. Everybody. So I don't know. Ben Simmons, I wonder what his reign is going to be. I wonder what he's going to do. Fantasy sleeper alert. I wish I had a soundboard so I could put a sound in right there. Fantasy sleeper alert. Ben Simmons, that boy is going to be OD. I'm drafting him. I'm a, I'm targeting him at least in the draft. That's goes that's going without say. Let me see. Nah, no, that's all. That's all the ratings that are out now. Listen, let me tell you something. NBA Live is back. It's a secret. Let me tell you a secret. NBA Live is back. Live is going to be fire. And next year they're going to put it on the Frostbite engine. Let me tell you something. Live is going to be crazy. Od, trust me, it's going to be crazy. Trust me. I'm a, I think I'm going to buy it. We need live to be back. So 2K can... Because I haven't... I don't even play 2K anymore. I, st- I play FIFA only, really. That's it. I stopped playing... Stop playing 2K. The, 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 my player joint is corny. The, the online is laggy. So I can't play my team. 
It's mad laggy. I hate that about 2Ks online. It sucks, the servers. So, you know, Live is going to put some pressure on 2K. They're going to have to step it up, and which is good. Competition is, is competition shows who's a mouse and who's a man. So I'm with that. Oh, you know what I want to talk about? Did y'all see the highlights of Bavri and Melo? I think they was at UCLA hooping. Yikes. Yo, see that Melo is in the open gym. Melo, that's your man right there. Melo is going, he's going to destroy like in open gym. He's going to kill. That's what he does. He Like open gym, he's your man. In a professional setting, that's, you know what the problem is? Melo in practice, I notice how it works. In practice, Melo probably destroys everybody who's guarding him all day in practice. Every day in practice. And the coaches look and say, my God, why is he doing this to everybody? So they say, look, we got to give it to Melo. There's nothing else that could be said. So, and this is Melo. He scores in the first and third quarters. He comes out strong. Leads the league in first quarter scoring always. Look it up. Then the third quarter he scores because he got a break. Then fourth quarter, he just forces shot after shot after shot after shot. He don't get it within the offense. That's why I don't like Melo. But in the open gym, he's that Pontiac uh, from afar that we was talking about earlier. And Bob Reed, he was he was cooking up too. That's a little foreshadowing. Melo and Bob Reed playing together, not going to happen. Unless we get Kyle Reed if he leaves Cleveland. But other than that, it ain't going to happen. Melo ain't going to the Cavs. What are they going to trade us for him? Unless they giving up Kyle Reed. We don't want Kevin Love. I'll take Kevin Love, but... You know what? We got poison. We don't need Kevin Love. and But I'll take him because he'll be the old Kevin Love with us. 30 and 30. I watched him get 30 and 30 on us. That man is elite. Trust me. Trust me. He is elite. OD. He's just playing. He got to play the Chris Bosh role with, in Cleveland. But, okay. This is it. This is the last. This is what we're going to do. Every uh every At the end of every episode... We're going to give the shout-outs, and then I'm going to ask, hashtag, who's better? And we got to get the wave going on, on, on Twitter so we can get this out here. I'm going to create a poll. Make sure you, you <clears throat> sorry, make sure you answer, you, you, I mean, you vote on the poll or send in, send in your replies with the hashtag, who's better? And I uh, know I got to, I, I didn't iron this out all the way, as you can tell. Because I want this to be connected. All right, we're going to hashtag left hand layups. And you're going to write, who's better, prom Carmelo or prom T-Mac? This is the bait people was having earlier. Kaz was having this. Some people, believe it or not, were saying Carmelo was better than Tracy McGrady. You know where I stand on that. That's insane. T-Mac light years ahead of Melo. Offered way more. Passing. Come on, you serious? But hashtag left hand layups. And you respond to me with who you think is better. If you made it this far into the podcast, if I was able to keep your attention this long, shout out to you and shout out to me because it's the first one. So I'm ironing out the details. But I, I'm from I, I like I like how it sounds so far. I'm gonna listen to it over again. Obviously, I'm gonna upload it to SoundCloud, and you guys are gonna get it. Follow me, follow me on Twitter and on the gram. Shop heirlooms. I'm gonna have the links to everything posted. So you can get it. 
and I'm going to get it to iTunes too. So download the iTunes podcast app, the official like iTunes one, because I'm going to get it on. I'm going to get it on there too. And yo, shout out to shout out to everybody who supports everything. It, like I got some, it's some people out there, like on the on the internet, like people that I people that I know, like in my personal life that I haven't really talked to, or uh, people that you know, people that. I'm close to some people that I'm close to some people that I, don't, that I don't really talk to like that but they support everything that I do. I appreciate all of y'all. All the support from 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 anybody, of course, but like especially from you guys. I definitely appreciate it. Like this is something I wanted to do for a long time. This is something that I've always been good at and this is something that I really I said I knew I knew somehow some way it had to be a lane for me to get in there. When I was making the sports blogs, the Lefty Report, I was writing those on my phone, no MacBook or nothing back then, and I was writing blogs and I made like four in a week. I was pushing them out and people were telling me they liked to read them and it was wavy and it got me a writing gig. I was an editor at SpinItReacts.com and I was covering the Knicks and the NBA. Like, with no prior experience. Like, I was in the newspaper back in the day when I was in elementary school, same roles. But, like, no journalism experience or nothing. Just me writing my sports taking. God blessed me with words. So I was able to put it together nicely. Like, and this is something, like, I knew that I had to find a way in. And me and my girl, we talk, We were talking about, like, we always talk about, like, like like think like the future and and what we want to do and the goals we have and it I'm a shout out to her cuz her having her in my life she she gave me she I'm already a motivated individual but like like I'm extra I'm even more if that even makes sense like I'm even more motivated than 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 I than than regular like because that's just what she brought out of me and I said, you know what? I got to get this shit done because I can't work at my job forever. I run my shop. I got I got stuff in the works, and I gotta make I gotta make stuff happen. I gotta make shit happen, and that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make things happen, and that's what we're doing. Trust me, this podcast is gonna launch some something big. This is the first episode. Any anybody that makes it, that made it to this far, that listen. I, yo, I appreciate it with all, from the bottom of my heart. I'm going to keep the wave coming. This is like, be prepared for, be prepared for, for the wave. Like, it's coming. We coming. We got so many. This is sports talk. This real talk is sports talk. It's all of that. And, and, and who better, you know, who better to give it to you than me? That's, that's how I feel. And that's how hopefully you'll feel. If you keep, if you stay along, stay along for the ride, you know. So again, follow on the Twitter and the gram. Shop heirlooms. Appreciate the support. I gotta think of like something to say like at the end. I don't know. But we out. I'm gonna play some music. I'm, yo, I'm telling you, I'm gonna jazz it up. I'm gonna have like, I'm gonna have a soundboard. I'm gonna do all that. Trust me, like. Shit gonna get crazy. It's gonna get critical. <laughs> I've been listening to old hoes. It's gonna get critical for real. Like, more. We out of here.